0: Thanks to Sana Skin Studio for supporting The Know Podcast. Sana is a skin studio that is shifting the relationship with your skin and your products through goal-driven facials, real guidance, and clean skincare. Stay tuned for our promo code so you can receive $25 off of your first facial at Sana Skin Studio. Welcome to The Know Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What is up superstars, you are listening to Nikki Spo Unveiled, where I get deep on some topics that are extra personal to me. And today I want to talk about sobriety during the holidays. If you are new here, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode drop. And if you have been listening and you're enjoying the show, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and review so folks know what they can expect before tuning in. So at the time of this recording, I have 1,334 days of continuous sobriety. So that's a little over three and a half years. And while I am certainly not an expert on sobriety, I am in my fourth holiday season without alcohol or drugs. And it's been a one day at a time adventure. And if you are currently sober, sober curious, or you happen to know someone who is either of those, this is a great episode for you to tap into today. So let's get started with today's Nikki's Spo Unveiled. Sober during the holidays, let's talk. I want to start off by saying that as much as I love O.N.D., October, November, December, and all of the fun holiday festivities that come with these months, historically, like throughout my whole life, but especially as an adult and as a new mom, they've often felt super stressful and overwhelming for me and have in the past been like prime time for escapism through consumption of food, of overspending, of alcohol and party favors. And over the years whether it was a real or perceived pressure to like perform or the blending of like triggering personalities or the anticipation of something going wrong, this most magical time of year has often also had its fair share of anxiety. And here's the thing, I really love the holidays. So my point is that Two opposing concepts can be true at the same time. We can love the holiday season, but also feel really anxious or triggered by them too. So as I reflect on my days of drinking and abusing alcohol, it's really obvious to me that I used alcohol as a way to make myself feel more comfortable, more at ease, more relaxed, more tolerant, more tolerable, which is usually not what actually happened, but also... On the darker side of things, like more invisible and more numb to my really big and valid feelings. I have fucked up my fair share of holiday moments by being drunk, you guys. And also just because I am sober and haven't had a single sip of alcohol in all this time does not mean that I'm all of a sudden a saint. No, I I still mess up. And I really want to drive that home because what's not cool is having an air of superiority when it comes to sobriety. So FYI, yes, I do still suffer from anxiety and sometimes I still say the wrong things and sometimes I do still react in ways that I'm not the most proud of. But I will say that since becoming sober, the biggest change is the level of self-reflection, self-awareness, The ability to be accountable for myself and a better, not perfect, sense of humility when I am feeling out of alignment. So I think a lot of people feel triggered during the holidays for a multitude of reasons. And I have received so many messages from people asking how I cope without alcohol, especially during this holiday season. And the way that I see it is that I'm not actually coping, I am being And I want to break that down a little bit. So like when I say that I am being, I mean that I am actually experiencing myself and my surroundings. And sometimes that means learning to sit in my discomfort and try my hardest to just observe instead of react, which is not always easy for me. I am very much a work in progress and I am far from perfecting this practice. I may never know, who knows? Um, I may never perfect the practice, but I'm willing to keep practicing. And I think that That's part of it. Allowing ourselves to make progress rather than striving for perfection. And that's not to say that the art of being, if you will, is all bad and uncomfortable. I've also become much more equipped at being present and actually enjoying myself and my loved ones from a more pure and authentic space. And that has felt really, really good. So the art of There's a lot of talk about this in books like The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, for example, but there are a ton of books and mindful meditation practices and even cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, you know, coming to a place where we can observe our experiences and let them pass without rapid judgment, just taking pause and learning to get curious. So in a world where I was drinking and over drinking for the purpose of escape of any sort, I was not able to simply be and I think that now, without alcohol in my life, it has been less about coping with my life without the crutch of alcohol and more about actually experiencing my life without it. Which, if I had to say, even with all of the hard things that I've overcome since being sober, has been infinitely more tolerable and even enjoyable than in my days of alcohol abuse, which often left me feeling depressed, regretful, remorseful, anxious, ashamed, and self. Loathing, which of course was a ripe environment to create a vicious cycle. Of course, you know, you feel that way, drink more. You know, you have the shame after drinking, you know, feel remorseful and regretful and self loathing, and then, you know, fix it by having another drink. And it became like a totally vicious cycle for me. So, for anyone who is choosing a path of sobriety or even sober curiosity this season, I want to give you some of my tips. My first tip is to stay in the moment. You'll hear many recovering alcoholics say, one day at a time and it may sound cliche but for me there were some days that it wasn't even like one day at a time but maybe like 10 minute blocks at a time like let me just get through this 10 minute section of my life without drinking or caving to the feeling of needing something else outside of myself to get through a moment and you know the more time that the more i would do that like right if it was even in the 10 minute chunks, I'm like, okay, well, that feeling comes to pass, right? And observing the feeling and letting it just pass. Like I had to literally tell myself, I am not going to drink right now, or I'm not going to drink today because it becomes overwhelming to think about your whole life without alcohol. It can feel like a lot to think about like not having a coquito at Nochebuena or not having a glass of wine with your holiday dinner or champagne toast for the new year, but we don't need to get ahead of ourselves. We just need to stay right here, right now. And for me, I know that I am not going to drink right now. My disease of alcoholism can't afford to think about like Noche Buena or like a Christmas dinner or the New Year, even tomorrow. I am just committed to today. So I wanna encourage everybody to take it one day at a time and stay in the moment. All right guys, let's take a quick break so I can thank our sponsor, Sauna Skin Studio, with their OG location in Wynwood and their additional locations in Fort Lauderdale and Coconut Grove. Okay, so the best way I can describe Sauna is that it feels like coming home. Unlike traditional facials, Sauna's facials are rooted in education and I love this so much. Every experience I have had at Sauna has been a chance for me to learn more about my skin and its needs. I love that the facials are effective while also being accessible enough to be a monthly ritual rather than a yearly splurge. This is why the sauna membership is so great. I'm honored to be able to provide our audience with a promo code. Use the code THENOGLOW for $25 off of your first facial when booking at sanaskinstudio.com and additional incentives if you book a membership. I have absolutely loved my skin healing journey with Sana Skin Studio. The next thing that I recommend is like rolling the tape forward. Um, like play the video forward, right? I don't often think of drinking anymore, but every so often, I will like romanticize how much fun I used to have. And when I do that, I practice this method of like rolling the tape forward. And that consists of for me, like just one glass was never just one glass. So I've had to talk to myself like, okay, Nikki, if you allow yourself, let's let's play this game. If you allow yourself to have just one glass, what is the likely outcome? Well, I know that I cannot just have one glass. And if I force myself to have just one glass, I know that I would be miserable with myself because I want more. Or I would allow myself to have that second glass. And I know that that leads to the third. And by then, by rolling this tape forward, this sort of video montage of what my life used to be like, I know that just one glass has almost always led me to overdrinking and being depressed and all the other horrible things. So... Whenever I do that romance dance and think about all the alleged fun times I had with alcohol, I quickly remind myself the turns it can take and the many times that I've ended nights or weekends or benders completely hating myself. And today I don't hate myself anymore. And that's the tape that I want to roll forward. I want my life to keep being good and getting better. So next, I often ask myself, especially having built up just like a little bit of time of sobriety these one days at a time that have strung together to become a week and then a month and then a year and so forth, I ask myself, would I rather have one more day sober or start at day one? Because I remember day one of sobriety and it was probably the worst I had ever felt about myself in my entire life, like completely, completely hopeless, which brings me to my next tip of journaling. I try to write in my journal every night and every night I put my sobriety day account right next to like where I've written the date. And even when I'm pissed off or I've had a shitty day, I try to write and I write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. And some days that's really, really hard because shit has hit the fan or whatever, but there's always something, always something to be grateful for. And by journaling often and consistently, I have now created this like written document of all the days that I've endured and thrived in sober. It's a written account of how far I've come and that makes me feel really good. I 10 out of 10 recommend journaling. Next, and this is an important one, especially during the holidays, is to take a real look at the people, places and things in your life. Assess these situations before you enter them. Consider who, what, when, where, why and how you might be triggered. And sometimes we need to take a break from those people, places and things, even during the holidays for our own mental health and sobriety. Next, I know that a lot of people in recovery who don't like mocktails or non-alcoholic alternatives because those feel too triggering. I happen to love fun, non-alcoholic beverages, but in my earlier days of sobriety, that wasn't always the case. I recall having a non-alcoholic champagne style of drink in a champagne style of bottle in my refrigerator. And one morning after not drinking, I had gone to my fridge or whatever, and I saw that bottle and I had this sort of like PTSD moment where I felt highly triggered by the shape of this bottle. like, And then I like I would have like nightmares about it. So even though I thought that this drink was tasty and festive, I ultimately had to get rid of it. Like this looks different for everybody too. Like sometimes it's not being able to drink out of a short tumbler or have water in a wine glass, whatever it is. I want to encourage you to trust yourself, like really trust yourself, like don't bargain or make deals, just trust you. So those are some of my tips for anyone who is sober or sober curious during the holidays. But I also have a message to friends and loved ones of sober and sober curious people. First of all, while your loved one's sobriety is not your responsibility, like you cannot keep someone sober who does not want to be sober, still as that person's loved one or friend, I think that these are kind practices to keep in mind. One, if you're hosting have non-alcoholic options available i am the queen of flavored water seriously anyone who has been to my home knows that i have like every flavor of sparkling water at the ready sometimes even with the best of intentions though some products that are marketed as non-alcoholic alternatives actually have very low percentages of alcohol and i will speak for myself here but i can sniff that out right in my alcoholic brain that just means like i would do the math like i've done i've like done this before like in my in my brain like not actually having like had the drinks but in my mind I'm like okay so I'm calculating that would mean I would need x amount of glasses of this beverage in order to get a buzz on again as a host that's not your responsibility to be perfect at this ultimately it is the abstaining person's responsibility but definitely it's something to be mindful of if you're a hosting um I think having non-alcoholic options available is just a great general rule um no matter the circumstance and so next I would say If someone says that they're not drinking, don't ask why. First of all, it's really, it's really none of anybody's business. Just say, let me get you a water or there are diet cokes in the fridge and point them in the direction of the non-alk hydration options and keep it moving. And a personal note on this, I have been asked by plenty of well-meaning people hey, Nikki, now that you're doing better, or hey, Nikki, now that you're in a better place, like, don't you think that you could have just one or a couple glasses? Like, you're doing so much better now. Yeah, Girl, yes, I am doing better because I am not drinking. And for me, drinking will fuck all this progress up. So for anyone who might have that curiosity, let me make that clear for you. Like on behalf of many, maybe not all, but of many alcoholics all over the place, no, we we cannot just have one. My third tip is to just let people toast with water without the additional commentary. Please stop saying that it's bad luck to toast with water. Again, probably well-meaning, but one, it is not bad luck to toast with water. And two, it would be very bad luck for me to toast with an alcoholic drink because down the drain I would go. Number four, don't take offense if your sober friends leave the party early, right? I know you love them and you want them to stay and have all the fun with you, But sometimes it can feel really overwhelming for addicts to stick around once the fun takes a turn. And it goes back to this idea of sober people considering the people, places and things. You know, it's not about you. It's about that person keeping themselves happy and healthy. And, you know, we want that for everybody. My last tip, and this is probably the most important one, is like to check on your friends. I think in general, not just sober people, but like just as a friend. Check on your friends. It's the kindest thing that somebody can do in any scenario, really. Just straight up check on your friends. You guys, I hope this was helpful for my sober friends out there, as well as the Sober Curious folks and all of the people who love them. Share this with your pal and let them know that you're thinking of them. And if you are on a sobriety journey for any length of time, I want you to know that I am cheering you on with so, so, so much love. This podcast was brought to you by Sana Skin Studio. Be sure to use my code, the Glow, for $25 off of your first facial at Sana when booking via sanaskinstudio.com. More than a skin studio, Sana is a movement towards healthier skin and self-love. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued, and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on the know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Spo and the know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless and in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams.